Hello there, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Super Movie Brothers, the podcast where we talk about our favorite movies and what we've been watching recently. So, Jono, have you seen any good movies lately? <laughs> oh, oh, and, and how how was it? Oh, that's unfortunate. I mean, to be honest, I wasn't really expecting much out of it myself, but I'm kind of hoping it'd be better than that. Well, I guess even if you let them do Justice League in their original vision, four hours is still too long. Don't back sass me. Want some cake I don't trust it you back to normal there what happened you held up a birthday card for a dog and pretended to be a dog while saying that you hated Zack Snyder's Justice League well at least one of those things is still reality. Which one? Oh, I don't know. Interesting. I just, I just got back. How are oh. you? So, so, how was the movie? Oh, it was good. No, yeah, what'd you see? It wasn't as it, it wasn't as entertaining as the as the um, the main show. Like the main show had a. Uh, beginning middle and end to it as, as well as uh pretty standard themes um and i would say about half around episode eight is when it really started getting very good and we're seeing payoff for the original story um we you know with the family chronicle with the major but uh following that um that's why i thought that the movie kind of eh, it, it actually felt more like just kind of two up spaces together it was it was a nice little extra but it wasn't tied into the main story so it's like so so i mean for the for the direction and and everything else i'd still say like 6.5 out of 10 like if you're a fan of the show you should watch it wait hold on we're talking about movies and you're over here talking about episodes and shows no 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 i'm talking about the movie based on the show what what show? Huh? What are you talking about? The one. The the movie that I watched recently. What movie? Violet Evergarden Eternity and the Auto Memory Doll. Is this an anime movie? Yeah. <laughs> okay, I would say like that's a very anime movie title. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. All right, well, that's the thing, I guess. How about you? Oh, I haven't seen a movie since New Mutants came out, finally. I have not been in theaters. And how was that? Uh, if you don't know anything about the New Mutants, not bad. If you do know something about who these characters are supposed to be, and how they're supposed to be, and then it's kind of like, what the fuck? Uh, that ain't the deep... no Glob's not fucking in it. Glob is weird. It's not worth it for me. it's not worth it for me then. 
Well, what about Little Dragon? They got a baby dragon. I'll uh, I'll look to Spyro for that fix. They they also have you know your favorite Stranger Things character, Jonathan. He's kind of creepy. He's kind of kind of stalkery, yeah. to be honest. Yeah. yeah, guys with that name, you can't trust them. Jonathan? Yeah, I agree. Speaking Except of... Except for the one on, on Rugrats, he just that's Jono, otherwise known as Jonathan. And I'm Santa, <laughs> otherwise known as so tired of this shit. How's it going? <laughs> I hope you're enjoying his video now, because yeah, oh. he now lives at a McDonald's. Yeah, the BTS meal has me hooked. Um... So, where? Yes. What is this? Oh, yeah, it's Super Cast Brothers, not actually Super Movie Brothers. So we might bring that up, too. Oh, oh. Yeah, we, we, we talk oh. about Smash Brothers. Yeah. Oh. Although Super Movie Brothers is not a bad idea, and it's not a bad name. You can pretend that we copyrighted that. Uh-oh. Yeah. I had the wrong yeah. notes pulled up. Uh, oh, I was oh, prepared well. to um, talk about is... movies, not Smash. What? We oh, we did talk topics? about movies. But what about the Mortal Kombat movie? Hell no. <laughs> oh, I, I wanted to watch it, but... Uh, yeah, yeah, Roommate yeah. did not, and it's like, well, shit, I guess I'm not going. I, uh... Then I've heard not-so-incredible things, although it has seemed very... It's a video game movie. Movie. Of course you've heard not-so-incredible things. Exactly. Last That's good video hey, game movie I've seen. Borderlands movie is coming out. We just got a you cast photo of good. that recently, although it was just silhouettes. <laughs> it's kind of weird, though, because they're mixing together characters from good. the first and second games, and it's, it's going to be an original story. But if it's, it's but is it supposed to be like this weird hodgepodge thing, or are they trying to make an actual in-canon story that takes place in between the two games. I have no idea. But hey, Tiny Tina's awesome, so I'm glad to see her in it. Yeah. Still, uh, still more hope for that than the Monster Hunter movie. <laughs> I... Oh, the, I couldn't hear what you said, the Monster Hunter movie. I have yeah. not been looking at that because it looks like the standard oh, military in the video game we're gonna hunt them down. No, yep. it looks gener it looks nineties yep. yep. generic as fuck from the trailers. Mm -hmm. Not interested. No, no, no. Like there's that Lou Albano's gonna look, get in it there. It looks more nineties generic than the Sonic movie. <laughs> the Sonic movie was yeah, God, there's so many other movies that have that same plot thread of oh look, wacky cartoon character has to be driven around by young late third or early 30s white guy in a car and they have to help them get back home or run from the government or both the smurfs How movies were like that recently have we seen that in movies Fuck and the Christ. garfield movies uh-huh ted mm-hmm yeah which also true. same actor from the sonic movie <laughs> Nice. Nice. The fuck? Good times. Good times. Oh, this is a Smasher Dash episode, by the way. Um, yeah, um, we're talking about movies in it. 
Uh, so, what do you think, Cinderella or Mask of Zorro? Um. Wait, I I I think I've come up. What about uh, uh Norman Reedus or Jack Black? Well, that doesn't make any fucking sense. What's what? What do the two of them have in common together? One is a funny man that does comedy movies, and one. 40-year-old ladies are obsessed with and they'll have a new obsession in five years. He also rides motorcycles and has a gruff voice. Yeah. Ooh, look at yeah. me impressed. You want to ride with him? No. Ride with Norman Reedus. No. On a on AMC at 8 p.m. No. Um, they both starred in video games. What? That's, yeah. That sounds ridiculous. I mean, this isn't I mean, a video game. We know Keanu Reeves was in a video game, but yeah, Jack Black and Norman Reedus. No, that sounds like bullshit. No, fuck off. Yeah, no, they they both appeared in in uh, Kirby Returns Dreamland. Listen, voicing a character doesn't mean they appeared in the game. Can you imagine Kirby swallowing John Wick? No, I haven't yeah. watched Good John Wick either. Keanu Kirby, yeah. You know yeah, what the only yeah. Keanu Reeves movies I've seen are? The Matrix. The Lord of the Rings. I haven't seen anything else that has Keanu Reeves in it. You haven't seen The Lord of the Rings? He's not in those. Yes, he is. No, he's not. Yeah, he is. Then who does he play? Um, He is a spider. Keanu Reeves is not Shelob. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he is. No, he's not. No. He's going to look good. <laughs> that's kind of that. Um, yeah, this is a Smasher Dash, and it's a fairly, we assume, perhaps casual episode, and sure started out that way. And we will, <laughs> But we will get to the... Uh, wonder of the matchup. Wait, does she, is Sheila, has, does Sheila even have a voice in the movies, or is it just the games? Oh, that I, I don't know. I have no clue. Yeah, I don't... Yeah, she loves huh? has no voice in the movies. No, fuck you. I thought I was Keanu. No, you didn't. Staring into Bilbo's eyes, going, "No, you're beautiful." So, um, with all that out of the way, <laughs> um, yes, there. This Smasher Dash episode actually does have some ties to the silver screen oh really do tell yes uh each matchup is related to the movies and tie-ins into video games in one way or another or hollywood whatever so our first matchup a little more obvious than, than the next um because both of these are celebrity actors playing roles in an original video game and I suppose 
since I'm talking, I may as well go into it, right? So sure. without much further ado, without much further ado, uh, I will be talking about Lester's favorite actor, Norman Reedus, um, who, as you know, is known for The Walking Dead and uh, so long ago, Hideo Kojima became obsessed with working with this actor for one reason or another and had him in the demo for PT, which most people thought would be a uh, kind of a backdoor into the next Silent Hill game. Then when Kojima was fired from Konami, Konami decided they were going to be a Yakuza-owned pachinko company instead of a video game company for several years there. Check uh, out. That project dissolved. Yep. Metal Gear Solid kind of dissolved, period, and then they made Metal Gear survive, which... <laughs> um, which did not survive the critics. No, and then they're like, oh, you don't want this? What a shock. What a surprise. Um, and then Kojima was hired by Sony Interactive Entertainment to create an exclusive title on the PlayStation 4, known as Death Stranding, starring Norman Reedus, which also has Guillermo del Toro in there, uh, lots of other, like Match Mickelson, and a lot of very famous actors, uh, which, uh, depending on where you stand with the controversy that apparently became Walking Simulator 2021, or 2020, rather, um, proves that a name doesn't necessarily sell a game, although the game sold, it didn't sell critically, um, phenomenally well. It's controversial. Um, so, nonetheless... In Death Stranding, Norman Reedus plays a character known as Sam Porter Bridges. Sam Porter Bridges is a post-apocalyptic mailman, essentially. Uh, the United States is in chaotic disarray, so it's 2020, 2021, um, with beached things filling the void between realms. So you're walking about these uh, disconnected cities in the U.S. and there are uh, shadow spirit creatures that appear out of the muck that take on many different forms. Giant whales, floating humanoids uh, that are People somehow tied into masks. the past. Yeah. <laughs> or they, do, That's they leave they their nose hanging out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, Terrifying. Are you? Terrifying. Exactly, yes. Um, and they were, it's, it's some time manipulation nonsense, like those ties into the 1930s and the, you can play the game and I don't know if you'll come out knowing what happened. Um, so, uh, thankfully this isn't Death Stranding lore video or else I would quit. Um, basically Sam's duty is to transport cargo between these disconnected areas of the U.S. because they've been disconnected by the beach thing showing up and it's kind of an issue so so in an effort to reconnect a new railroad system pretty much and like internet and whatever because they're wildly disconnected wow. um so in an effort to reconnect the states communication channels um or should i say united cities because most of the country has been entirely wiped out except for a few major cities remnants and it's literally called the united cities of america in the game Okay. He uh, he builds zip lines and ladders and bombs and guns and he wears this uh, thing on his back called an Audra deck that has a giant light on the back of it that spins around when beached things, BTs, start appearing. 
and uh, he collects cargo. And that cargo offers various elements to his uh, play style and his moveset and his gear, which we will get into. But yeah, that's that's kind of that. That's that's Sam. Uh huh. I mean, I think there's only one person in reality that understands anything about Death Stranding, and that's Hideo Kojima. Yeah, let's uh, let's delve into the mind, see what comes out the other side. Um, it might be like diving into a black hole. Well, I don't know about a black hole, but what about a Jack Black? On the other side of this match, what's we have... the difference? <laughs> rude, <laughs> very rude. Uh, as uh, Sam's opponent, we have another character whose likeness was he- likeness, mannerisms, voice, everything was heavily based off of uh, another existing actor in the movie world. This one is pretty much, you know, well, their name isn't Jack Black in the game. They're Jack Black. They really might as well just be him in the game. They could have just called him that, and it would have been fine. This individual is, of course, Eddie Riggs. So imagine this for me, if you will. You are a roadie for your favorite band in the world, Uh, and you are fucking amazing at your job. You could even call yourself the ultimate roadie if you felt, uh, you know, like being a condescending prick. But the band that you wrote it for, this, this this band that's just your favorite band, they suck. They they are they they are horrible. They are the worst band in the world. Sounds like my band. You're pretty much their only fan. But one night during a concert showing, uh, one of the big members of the band is being a whole goddamn fool and is about to uh, fall off stage because he's all run around and getting too close to the edge, just being an utter moron. And so, you know, you, it's your job. You know, you gotta go help me out. So you go rush out. You try to save them. And as you do, a part of the set falls and kills you. And that's the story of Eddie Riggs. (laughs) But! What if I told you that when this occurred, a bit of blood from Eddie's wound fell into the open mouth of his demonic looking belt. And as it turns out, this is no ordinary belt. No, this belt is actually a magical amulet that summons the spirit wow. of Ormagadon? Ormagadon, the eternal fire beast who comes out of the belt and is like, what the fuck, guys? Kills most of the band, because they were all dicks, and let Eddie die. And then he brings Eddie back to life and transports him back in time to the Age of Metal. Which, <laughs> it's it's a musical, mythological world. I mean, where everything <laughs> is inspired by heavy metal music. And it's like, what the hell is this game? And then you're just like, you know, you're, you're, you're Eddie, you wake up at this temple... And you find out, oh no, the music world is in danger, there's evil, gotta go fight it. So you pick up a gigantic fucking axe, and a guitar, and you're just like, let's fucking rock. And now you can spew electricity and fire, and you can cause the ground to shake, and all kinds of fucking nonsense. Because why the hell not, you're Jack Black, let's roll. 
<laughs> is it a game that is any easier to understand than Death Stranding? I don't know. But is it a game whose main <laughs> character is more entertaining? Probably. Probably. Yes. yes. Um, uh, that could have just been a tenacious video game and just been t- like, holy yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that, it's like, that's I, I, great. Like I've I've seen like I've watched people play this game, and I was like, yeah, it's kind of funny looking at it. But when I was mm-hmm. researching this, I found out, oh my god, oh my god, this game, Brutal Legend, it's a fucking isekai. What the fuck? Did not realize this before. God fucking damn it. This is true. This is true. <laughs> this is true. It sounds so. It looks like it plays very similar to like a Dark Siders two. Kinda like a Zelda-ish, but not really more action-oriented. Platform. I think it's a fairly actiony game. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so so along those lines, yeah. or like a Project Hammer. <laughs> Didn't that so, get canned? That's a uh, yeah. It did. Yeah. For for Obvious. clear reasons, yeah, I'm sure. Sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, clear mm-hmm. reasons being that you. But uh. Yeah, yeah. Who's? Uh, Jack. So uh. Norman Reedus. Jack Black. Speaking of. Oh, okay, okay. Um, I wonder, okay, we're not going to go down this road. Um, Jack Black. So the personality, I mean, clearly, if we're voting on the actor, uh, one is steps above. And that's well, Jack one Black. actually I mean, fucking on. talks. <laughs> there, were, there were years there where, where I kind of wondered <laughs> what happened. <laughs> Watching him on TV and seeing Who, his Norman roles. Reedus? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, he, every role it was such... him in, he's just quiet and broody, man. It's like, okay. Yeah. They've cool. made him so much better in recent seasons of, of The Walking Dead. But there were there was like a yeah, three-year period. You have to be one of the minority who actually has stuck with Walking Dead this far. Yeah. Most people yeah. jumped yeah. off the ship. Yeah. Um... As with most TV, though. I mean, TV's dying out. It's abysmal. Um, Nonetheless, there were literal... There there was like a three-year period where Rick Grimes would point out that Norman Reedus' character, Daryl, he's like, oh, what what did... That's the first thing you've said in weeks. And you're like, what? They did this in It was was such a movie. Uh, no, it was in one episode, but it stuck out because there were like they there were there were word counters on the on the Walking Dead Reddit saying uh, Norman Reedus's word count per season, and then it drops into like season four, five, six, seven, and he's like like four thousand words in the first season. Then you're like season four, two hundred fifty. Oh, <laughs> Jesus! So there there was a time there that the they they wrote him into a hole. They wrote him into a hole. I don't know. I don't. I don't really know. We, they didn't kill him off because all the girls wouldn't like that. But yeah, yeah. If 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 no, if Daryl dies, we riot. That it, was. It really makes me want to. It really makes me want them to kill him off just to piss all of them off. Yep. The show has been so maimed now that like there's almost no one left on the actual show. That's a main character. They even, so. Yeah, they even got rid of the main character. It's, but they didn't yeah. just kill him off. They're just like, okay, so here's what we're going to do with you. Walking Dead spoilers. Uh, instead of killing you off, 
we're just going to make it seem like he died and then put you in a spin-off show that takes place 20 years in the future. Yeah, pretty much. Why? That's stupid. I don't know about the 20 years part, but there's a movie. They're, they're going to make like, a movie. If you're going to do that kind of a thing, just have it just re- get rid of Carl and then bring in a new actor to play aged up Carl in the future. There you fucking go. That's yeah, better than yeah, taking the yeah. main character and just being getting him out of the fucking show. What the hell? Yeah, That's yeah, dumb. Yeah. It, it's a mismanaged show. AMC in general has these issues. Um, a lot of, yeah. Um, so, all that said. All that said. All that said. Um, we have there, there's, there's Death yeah. against Eddie, a brutal legend. Basically, actually, just Jack Black with a guitar. With a guitar More so than Norman and a damn. fucking massive yeah. axe. Mm-hmm. So, so Eddie, he, I mean, he, he has can, to fight the victims, yes. the evil emperor. This is so my kind of game. What, what was this? A PS2 game, right? This was Wii era, so yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's Maybe it's on PSN. Did. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. Man, it might be on. I wonder. Maybe if it could be on Steam. Could be, um, so he so basically like what it sounds like he practically has the powers of Thor, but uh, we'll, we'll get there. But you got to talk about what Sam can do first. Okay, um, there's more than meets the eye, um, kind of. Um, you have a so if you're working with a character like this, there you can go one of two ways. You can just pull straight from the game. Dollars on Steam. Fairly pedestrian moveset. Nice. Okay, that might be happening after this. So, um, there, there's more, there, there is, there is like the, the cargo you get, um, or the cargo you make rather, um, or both comes across as a sinew-ish enough. There's uh there's two types of major guns in the game that, you know, don't go against Smash's whole little ambiguous, um, it's not really a gun and that's why it's here. Yeah. For Joker his and special, really he uses a gun. <laughs> but it's okay, because in the game, it's just a model gun. And it's only in the world of the mental world where it shoots bullets, because that's what people think it does, because it looks like a gun. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's, that's, that's Atlas for you. So there's a uh, there's a thing called a bullet gun, and a bullet is a type of uh, wire based weapon. Yeah, precisely. Um, so he ha- he has a gun that shoots out bullets. Okay. And uh, okay. can tie up an opponent that way. It's kind of interesting. And he also has a yeah, um, and he has a sticky gun as well. So that one just shoots out a straight wire and can bring opponents or items towards him and reel them in. So uh, there's those. And that can also be looped into an electric coil so to shock them through the wire. Sure. So there's uh, there's a couple of those. And there's also more stand, bog standard gun types. You, you're, uh, um, pistols, no, rifles, no, like heavy machine. Yeah, no heavy machinery. More so just, just along the grenades. lines of pistols in this game. Yeah, there are grenades. These are hematic grenades. So they yeah. work very similar to grenade grenades but they're just his they're blood dramatic. apparently oh you can make them out of more than just his blood 
there there's times there's bases in Death Stranding where uh, they have restrooms and you can make grenades in them. Don't like it. Move on. There's uh, also something known as The Strand, which, uh, you know, pertinent to the title of the game, Death Stranding. Mm -hmm. The Strand um, being a, uh, a cord infused in his blood. So what you're talking about with, like, the grenades. And uh, I guess he can shoot it out of himself and be uh, used to knock out and deal damages to the enemies from a close range. Which is gross. Yeah. Um, also, there's a. Uh, he can make pizza. Oh, okay. He can, yeah. He can throw the remains of human skeletons onto people and shock them. Okay. And uh, he can also trap and summon beached things. Okay. Kind of saving the best for last. So um the so certain certain enemies will will surround him um and he can use the Audra deck to kind of control their movement. Right. Right, right, right. So maybe they could be loosely um invoking some of those elements in Smash, maybe in Smash Attacks or something, charge it up and have BT surround him. Uh that sort of thing. Uh maybe invoke him into grabs, no idea. Some, it kind sounds. Of, it feels like, like a special. It's kind of like Jill feels... in Marvel vs. Capcom 2. Or she can summon zombies yeah. and push them at people. Yeah, I guess so, yeah. Okay. Then there's a final final smash, probably more or less could use something like that. Um, didn't go so far into the research to think of anything in particular. But, uh, you know, something like those bogs at BTs that you see with Mickelson's character. Um probably something akin to that dragging them into the earth right so uh, so uh, it's what can i say the the potential is uh there it's just very strange kind of like the game in general um the hell was that so otherwise um what else am i trying to say he can uh use cargo mm -hmm. and uh the cargo Billing system, perhaps, in, in some way or another. Uh, hold on a second. Okay, that's just my dog. That threw me off. Uh, that's kind of kind of the basics. Okay. Um, I, I, I see an ongoing trend with this character and uh, game, which is the more I talk about it, the it weirder becomes... it seems. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of that. Kind of take a kind of take a step back, and um, it, it puts yeah. a new twist yeah. in the words survival horror. It turns out you're the horror. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So the, the, a few things that stick out to me uh, with Sam and his capabilities are um, the bolo gun. Oh, you can make. Zip lines and ladders and stuff. Yeah. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The standouts to me for him 
are he's got the bolo gun, so he can use that to fire it and uh, cause an opponent to. It wouldn't it wouldn't be a knockback move. It'd just be like lock them in place for a short time, so he can run up to them or run away. Really. Uh, mm-hmm. What was the other gun you mentioned? The, the a sticky gun. Yeah, I didn't really get anything off of that. Uh, the hema grenades. Well, I don't know like what effect they would have, but you know, standard grenade type of, type of weapon. So sure, the only other character that really the only there's two kind of characters that have that zero uh, shake and snake, but he can do his in a different way. Sure, there's no real problem with that. Zipline actually has interesting use. I don't know if you can make it an up special, maybe. But I was thinking more for side. You know, he jumps shortly up into the air, or if he's already in the air, he doesn't. And then he just manifests a zip line going down in the direction, diagonally down the direction that he's facing, and he can just ride it down. Yeah. Great for recovery. And if he runs into somebody, then there'll be some damage there. Otherwise, he can be attacked and dropped out of it. And there was, and the whole line of the zip line would appear, but it's just an indicator showing where he's going to go and the path he's taking. So the people could be waiting at the end, and uh, he can cancel out of it to, if he doesn't want to go the full distance. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. I guess you yeah. could do something with the ladder. I don't really know what else I would do for an up, unless the zip line is the up, which possible. But that's yeah. that's kind of what I got for him. And I guess for the final uh, smash of some of beach things. I would imagine so. Um and I would and I would think too, um I guess you can use that strand device which is apparently connected to that backpack on his back, the object right. back thing. That could be like a counter kind of move where you hit him and he ties you up with the strand. Yeah, that could um, be. I've also heard that uh there is a one of Sakurai's old favorites. Death Stranding being such a fine strand game, walking simulator. Um there's a tripping mechanic in it. And uh, one of his, st- there's a there's a move that allows him to have stat boosts that make him a little slower but a little stronger. So that way, when he's carrying more and more cargo stacked up at once, it'll have less of a likelihood to fall. Wow, that's obviously extra skill material. But what if you can stack it? Yeah, boost your defense. Boost your offense, ruin your speed, or whatever the hell. Yeah. Then literally have a smash or something where you're dropping cargo, and the more that you use that buff, you're dropping more of it. <laughs> now I kind of want to make a Pokemon moveset using Stockpile, Swallow, and Spit Up. Yeah. There you go. Excellent. Right back down. Might have to work on that sometime. Open, here we come. Swallow. There you go. There you go. There you uh, go. Of the two of them, um, Swallow. Otherwise, there's probably other options. Anyways, um, as for Eddie, you know, he's mm-hmm. using a lot, you know, he's he's got his tools, but they're not blood or demons that are <laughs> fucking weird. Instead, his two primary weapons are a double-bladed broadaxe called the Separator, which looks fucking monstrous, and then a flying <laughs> v- a flying V guitar that he calls Clementine. 
And with them, he can do a few different abilities. So with his axe, you know, he can um, he can get different treatments for the axe that gives him different effects, such as Razor's Edge, which uh, deals additional melee damage. There's Eternal Fire, which causes fire damage on a hit. Uh, to do kind of look at this. chain lightning, where he sends bolts of chain lightning flying at opponents. Soul sucker, damage enemy gets healed easily enough. Uh, to do black tear, you hit an opponent with it, they're gonna do less damage to you. Kind of, kind of similar in essence to the whole Splatoon and their ink gimmick, but instead of the opponent taking more damage, now they do less damage to you, which I kind of like that as a as a mechanic. Steel Quill, yeah. which means that spikes can now embed themselves into opponents from the axe, break off and cause more damage to them, which is crazy. Holy moly. Yeah. Uh, he's also Then also with his guitar, uh, he can cause fire to shoot out from it, electricity, uh, he can melt enemies' faces off with by playing a solo on it. Literally melt their face off. What the fuck? Crazy. Is this rated? Is this rated M? <laughs> Maybe. Uh, <laughs> and he can. Um, the upgrades for the Clementine are called guitar strings. So you have a brawler, which you know increases the damage with your uh, melee combos using the axe. Uh, Super shaker, which has a earth shaking. Uh, attack the knockback and sends people flying away from you. High voltage, which increases um, electricity damage. Uh, s- different things like that. Those are just as upgrades. He also has uh, special moves as well. Uh, again, you know, the Shocker and Pyro, which is the ones where he has to shoot out electricity and fire. Earth Shaker being his uh, earthquake type move. Yeah, I don't think, from what I'm. I, granted, I haven't really watched the move, so I don't really know what it looks like specifically. But it mentions that it's a power core that blasts enemies away and shakes the surrounding environment. So there's that. Uh, he can do ground slams and whatever the fuck a flash pot is called. He can create a flash pot underneath the opponents. Oh, oh, it's a, uh, it's an explosion underneath them. Okay. Nice. He, he's got, mm-hmm. for some reason, he can do magic with a guitar and an axe. And it's fucking great. It's great. He doesn't have <laughs> blood and guns and demons. Instead, he's just like, watch me melt your face. Oh, man. It's great. It's, it's, it's like a fan fiction. It's like, it's like the game that Jack Black would be playing in a Jack Black movie on the, on, on the side. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, hey, it's Jack Black. And then the movie starts throws his controller down like yeah i was just playing some brutal legend man kind of sad that could have been in school of rock <laughs> like, why 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 would it why was this not a thing was it yeah in, i don't the, i think fan, school of rock might have been before this game i think it preceded brutal legend it's quite old nowadays when was school of rock made? because i mean oh old 2003 i think yeah 2003 god yeah and, and Brutal Legend was don't know. 2005, 6. 2009. Oh, this wasn't PS2. Wow. This was PlayStation okay. 3 era. Yeah, because PS2 was GameCube okay. era. So yeah, this was yeah. PS3, yeah. 360. Okay, true. Yeah. And Death Stranding was 2019. Apparently the reviews on it, I, I, I guess uh, 
the critical reviews were like nine out of ten. I mean, for what? Brutal Legend? Okay. Then. Oh, for, for Death, Death Stranding. Stranding. Oh. Let's see. Brutal Legend. Sometimes you gotta wonder if some of those big name review sites are paid for mm-hmm. certain scores. I'm not saying they are. There, Sometimes you gotta wonder. There's been there's been controversies. There there's been past where that were the case. You can't spell um, IGN without or you can't spell ignorant without IGN. <laughs> yep. Not that we're saying IGN's doing that now. Um, seven point out of seven point eight out of ten, too much water. But don't you dare criticize their love for fucking sword and shield, which they called was perfect. The trees aren't even trees. I don't remember if that was the same reviewer or not. But it's like fucking seriously, come the fuck on. Nice. And then, dude, and then Brutal Legend was nine out of ten too. And then IGN tried telling people that that wasn't the place to criticize the reviews. Like, where the fuck is it then? Are you saying we can't criticize? (laughs) Maybe fuck you. Uh huh. Sword and Shield. Uh huh. An okay Pokemon game. But until they fix their shit, they're never going to be great again. Mm-hmm. And that's okay Maybe, with capital uh... OK and then a period. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, uh, nice. We've, we've kind of exhausted where the characters can go, I guess. Said that, uh, Eddie Briggs has all of these uh, magic techniques available to him through his axe and his guitar. Yep. His axe and his axe, if you will. I, I, and, I, and I feel uh, like with some of his moves, his down special is probably going to be either the hot pot thing or his earth shaker where he's just getting people away from him. And then fire mm-hmm. oh, fire and electric for his standard inside. His up? I don't know. I don't fucking know what the up would be. He just plays riff and he blasts himself up into the air, I guess. And then final smash is him summoning... That uh, that Ormaget Ormagadon, to fucking wreck people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice, nice. Um, yeah, I like it. I mean, that's uh, completely absurd and awesome. Yes, so. <laughs> I think so. Death Stranding, completely absurd and what is going on? Yeah. It's what completely it absurd this? and absurd. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, that said, I did finally buy it for $13 on eBay. So we'll, we'll see where it goes. Wow, it, cheaper than the conversation on Steam. Uh-huh. Wow. Uh-huh. Ooh, uh-huh. That's rough. It, uh, you, you see something that strange, you want to try it out of brutal curiosity. So we'll see. Nope. We'll see. Um, now, uh, as far as this matchup goes, this matchup, as I, I, you know. When it comes to these characters and putting them in Smash and their potential, uh, one of them is a lot more bog standard than the other. And that's uh, Eddie Riggs. And he's got the usual stuff. It's like, okay, he can have a little counter thing here. He's got your basic range attack, uh, projectile. He's gonna be a, a bit. He's gonna be a physically strong man. Maybe a little bit slower. I don't know. Uh, you know, he, he fits in easily, and it's. You know, I don't think he'd necessarily be anything special in Smash. He's the. It's 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 kind of the comedy of the character that that elevates it. Yeah, 
Meanwhile, with yeah. Sam, while he comes from a game that is super fucking weird, uh, <laughs> he visually and just what he's doing would be quite a bit different for Smash with fucking mm -hmm. blood strands being fired out from his belly or where, whatever the, how the hell the hell he uses them. Oh, I mean, he didn't even talk about gun, the baby. Or grenades made out of his blood, I mean. Him carrying a baby... Uh, fucking bolo guns, which is really the most the thing that makes the most sense about him. He would definitely be the more unique entrant into Smash, both in both visually and what he would be doing. I don't know if he has a particular thing about him that would make him stand out besides the visceralness of using his own blood and attacks. But um, I, I do think out of the two of them, he would be the more unique possibly more interesting choice fair as far fair. as you know playing as them is concerned right right um eddie i mean i i hear from i hear about brutal legend um i haven't watched any gameplay unfortunately but mm -hmm. uh, from the looks of things it's jack black in a uh, beat-em-up platformer environment so it's kind of similar you have a ton of different combos and, and yep. magic whatever available to you so it's it's like he's Jack Black and Devil May Cry. So it, it's Jack Black being sent to go. It's it's Jack Black's power fantasy. Exactly, and that is freaking great. I, I, I swear, after uh, sometime over summer, I'm gonna play through that game. Just make it a personal because that sounds hilarious. It's yeah, we yeah, it's also probably have a playthrough of it upload on Select Start Gaming. Excellent, excellent. Who uh, who was the commander in chief on on that series? Way off trail. Nice. Okay. Obviously. Way off trails from the from the Cortison episode of Supercast Brothers. Yes. That's the old He was a lovely um, Oh, he sure was. He still is. Um, well, he got fired. So, well, I mean, eh, you find you find better work, you know, workers rather. Um, so, all of that said. Um, so there, there, there's a lot going for for Eddie. Um, yeah. as far as he, he's the kind of character that I probably would, as, as even though he's not as unique as Sam, he's the kind of character that I would probably play more as because it's more standard. Yeah. Because it kind of fits the play style. You have an axe and a guitar, um, used used as melee weapons, and I tend to gravitate towards those close combat swordsman type characters. Um. Whereas you get a super complicated but unique character like Steve, and then you just I can't, I'll, like often. It's fair. Like I um, love that Steve mm -hmm. is in Smash, but he's hard to use for me. Exactly, exactly. Um, and I've gravitated towards the same character types since I was six years old playing Smash sixty four, and that's not changing. Yep. Um, with that said, I, I do agree that Sam is the more unique choice, the more interesting choice, and who would stand out greater in the cast um despite jack black and if being they were being the, uh, revealed as dlc would have the bigger splash oh yeah um if it were eddie riggs it'd be like it's jack black that's hilarious yeah and that would be and that would be that would make news because it's jack black yes um this yeah and then uh be like wow but death stranding still has a sort of mystique around it um to where it would get them talking more about the character instead of just the celebrity yeah um yeah yeah um and that's that's uh so i kind of went back and forth in my thinking on this but i i feel comfortable making a decision i think 
I do too. Okay. Who shall go first? Uh, so both these characters, I think, visually can work in Smash. One is going to be a little bit weirder than the other one. One is going to be a little bit more basic oh, yeah. than the other one. But um, as I tend to do, I like to think about, first of all, which character do I like more, period, or in or game in that case? And who I think would be more interesting to see in Smash, who do I think would be more fun to play? A lot of times the more fun to play is kind of the more heavily weighted option. And taking that into consideration with both the games of both of them, I gotta go with Eddie. I think Eddie would be hilarious. Like, you know, Sam is fine, he's whatever, but I also don't give a fuck about Death Stranding, really. And nothing that we've discussed and what his capabilities are really makes me care that much about him. Like, sure, he can be done. Mm -hmm. And if I mm -hmm. did more research into it and see what his capabilities were and what he actually does with things, I could probably come up with something. But uh, I think Eddie's yeah. just more interesting to see. Boring in some respects, probably. But I think it'd be fun. Yeah. Um, Eddie reminds me of a couple of things from my childhood. Uh, number one was playing Guitar Hero oftentimes, not being aware of Brutal Legend at all. Yep. And thinking as a 14-year-old boy, wouldn't it be great if they used these ridiculous characters in an action game? So what you're uh -huh. saying is we need to get a Rock Band Warriors game. That would be so absurd, but yes, yes, let's let's make that happen. I mean, that would get rock, you to play one of those band, games. It, it's a Warriors game, taking rock taking characters from Rock Band and bringing them into the world a brutal legend because Eddie Riggs summoned them to help because there's a new threat. There you go. Who made Brutal Legend? Was it that? Well, uh, it was double Activision. Fine. No, it was Double right Fine. There. Double, really? Yeah. Nice. Okay. So, wouldn't wouldn't be that hard, I'm sure. Um, yes. Yes, that would be excellent. Um, Eddie sounds excellent um, in regards, again, like, to to the type of character that I'd like to play as. Oh, yeah, the other thing. I had a character who played, who played a magic guitar and fought with it in one of the ultimate tournaments that we played as a text RPGs back in uh, with our friend group. Was that UT3? It was. Okay, the, yeah, the most I, I was not version. involved in UT3. Yeah, it was a character named Blaise Lefebvre. He was Canadian. Looked like an old Eric. I was going to say Canadian and their name was Blaze. Okay. Yeah. I see where yeah. you're going here. Mm-hmm. 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 I don't know. Oh, no, actually, he's named after he's named Plain after uh, a guitarist in my favorite band, actually, whose name is actually Blaze, and he's Canadian. But uh -huh. yes, um, yeah, Blaze Plant is his name. Um, beyond, Plants. yeah, yeah, is that from Harry Potter? Um, Critical Role. Oh yeah, what was that? Oh yeah, that's a, a campaign a two dead just actors. ended. Yeah. Is on Critical Role. No, Norman Reedus isn't in Critical Role. No, but Carrie Payton is. He was in. He he was a guest in two episodes. Yeah, playing the cleric Shakasta. What a beautiful, 
He was blind. Thank Cool. Just like in real life. He has a little birdie that he can see through. That would be useful. Yes. Cool. Um, yeah, so even now, it's it's the back and forth of the characters, because I know Eddie Riggs would be more my speed, for mm -hmm. sure. Yeah. Um, I, I, I like more than the, the get up in their face and brawl characters. Bowser, Precise. Pyra, Cloud. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Day to day. And as for Sam, um, you know, he's a... Uh, I think it's fair to say he's the more interesting character, but are are the mechanics that are interesting making him something... Uh, he'd be interesting to play as. Yes, that's, that's not in question, but would he be fun to play as? More so than some characters, more so than Steve, probably. But, um... And I do like do like my Kojima, despite um, whatever the hell this all was. Um... So, so it's difficult. I mean, I, I mean, I, I started this thinking Sam. Mm -hmm. Went into it thinking Eddie. When we first started talking about who we we're going to go vote for, I was thinking Sam. Then you started talking about Eddie again and why you voted for him. I was thinking Eddie. Then I started talking about Eddie and Sam again. And now I'm thinking Sam. Really? Why? But I'm going to vote Eddie. <laughs> again. Why? Uh, when there's so many quantifying factors that you have to value and weigh, at the end of the day, if it's this difficult and this much of a back and forth, I just go with who I know I play more as. Fair. And there we kind of go. <laughs> All right. There well, we with go. that, the matchup of video game characters whose designs are not just heavily inspired by, but are existing actors, has been decided. Eddie Riggs coming out triumphant ab above Sam Porter Bridges, which is a decision that I imagine most video game fans would not make. But guess what? No. We are not most video game fans. We're fucking Now we're just two of us, and we're, and we're crazy, yeah. Crazy! Yeah. <laughs> no, we stopped talking about Justice League. Move on. Speaking of moving the on... The Joker was then, and then it was Jared Leto. Oof. Speaking of moving on, we have another matchup to discuss here. Uh, two more characters that are connected in some way to the realm of the Hollywood movie industry. Jonathan, would you like to discuss sure. your character? Sure, my character is Nathan Drake. Nathan Drake from the Uncharted series, mm -hmm. which uh, is related to the Silver Screen because it's it's uh, being developed into a movie with Tom Holland at least, in the lead, which is strange because he still looks yeah. twelve. Yeah, which is why he works uh, with Peter Parker. To but be I mean, fucking Nathan Drake. It's like okay. Uh, uh huh. Sure. Yeah, there, there's a lot of controversy. There. You know, they they say they should make a. Nathan Fillion, Nathan Drake, or whatever. Like, the the looks are there. Um, uh huh. But um, at the end of the day, whatever. I, they're doing some sort of origin story thing. I don't know. Yeah. So it, may, it may or may not be good. Whatever. Uh, more power to you, Tom. He's kind of a kind of the uh, flavor of the of the year kind of thing going on right now with, with movies. Um. 
So that's kind of that, though. Before it was ever in consideration for a movie, though, it was a cinematically inspired video game series. Um, kind of in the same vein as Tomb Raider, would say. <laughs> so um, it's an Indiana Jones, that kind of world of, of exploration and treasure and intrigue and, and drama and stuff. Mm-hmm. So he's a treasure hunter. He uh, is apparently called by Sony a deep sea salvage expert and action pro in the Uncharted 1 manual, which I thought was so absurd that I put it in my notes. Fair. Fair. Uh, he's not a descendant of Francis Drake, and for anyone wondering, oh, but shame. He, he made up the name because his real name is Nathan Morgan, and that doesn't sound as good. But he could be related to Captain Morgan. Yeah. Well, it's his brother Sam who's who's in. Sam? <laughs> Sam yeah. Bridges? Yeah. Oh my god, it's a crossover. One and the same. One of so the artifacts a... Nathan brings back destroys the world, and that's what makes his brother have to bring it back together. Yeah. This is canon and there's now. like a baby. Like, mm-hmm. The baby mm-hmm. is his brother. It's Nathan's clone. Yeah. yeah. Where does a Luke card fit in this? Who? Alucard. Why do you say Alucard? What the fuck no is wrong with you? Go back to I talking no about idea. Nathan Drake. Who? Your brother. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Chucky Finster. Um, this guy. He's a uh, so, so he's a little bit of a con man, a little bit of a suave, sophisticated fellow when he has to be. Um, he's 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 ultimately the good guy. He's. He's searching for treasure. He has an earnest desire to, to explore the world and adventure. Gets caught up in a bunch of shit fighting bad guys. Bada bing, bada boom. Um, so, I mean, Uncharted. Uh, um, Tomb Raider, there's a lot of action sequences um, that raise your hair. Um, and, but there's a lot of exploring, a lot of raiding tombs, you know, uh, looking for treasure, comp- like... It's it's a cerebral game when you let it be. Uncharted is more so just the high octane stuff, the hair raising stuff. More so, it's 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 like a seventy five twenty five kind of cut kind of cut as opposed to like fifty fifty. Right. So um so it's more action oriented. Nathan Drake is more of a brawler than Laura, um, and so you know you're hit you hit these amazing open landscape sequences, um, where you're in a buggy and you're tearing it up. You're exploring a city. So there's 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 Set story set pieces that make it a, a varied game. But at the end of the day, you're Nathan Drake and you are mowing your way through people to save the world and also collect this thing, right. an artifact. Um, and that's kind of that. He's a interesting guy. Um, kind of the uh, a stock deep sea salvage expert and action pro. Very well. Kind of, kind of an archetype, really. I mean, he's he's not interesting on his own, but the story takes him. In, it, it's more the fact that places. hey, this is a Indiana Jones action adventure. Go recover some artifacts and shoot some bad guys. Maybe there's yeah. magic. Yeah, yeah. Precisely. It's a story. Um, it's a character. It's a genre we've seen many a time, both in the movies. And in games. In fact, before young Tom Holland was cast as Nathan Drake, before Uncharted was even a thing, there was 
another. Enter the classic Lara Croft. She's been around a long time now. You know, she had her first game uh, a long time ago. I lost where I had that. Back in the 90s. uh, You know, it was on arcades. It was on Sega machines, I think. Yeah. Yeah, because the first game released in 1996. So it was uh, old as fuck. Yeah, it was on the Sega Saturn. It's been on the PlayStation. Uh, You can play it on Android, apparently. (laughs) Oh, how the world has changed. It had two movies starring Angelina Jolie, who inspired them to... uh, update the character's design in the games. Not that it wasn't already physically similar. It started to make it a little more similar until she got rebooted twice. But uh, Lara Croft, you know, fairly simple enough character. Uh, She's an archaeologist. She calls herself a Tomb Raider. Uh, And in the original timeline, uh, she survived a plane crash at the age of 21. And she became bored with, you know, the stuffy, rich person, British life. She's just like, you know what? This life sucks. I want to go out there and do things. And so she decides to go start raiding tombs. Because fuck it, why not, I guess? Instead of becoming (laughs) Batman, I'm going to go raid tombs. Her and Bruce Mm -hmm. Wayne are just two kinds of people. It's a thing, I guess. She's mm-hmm. stopped, she's mm-hmm. rescued her. She's uncovered powerful artifacts, stopped conspiracies that were trying to take over the world. You know, the, yeah. the, the, the usual Indiana Jones type shit. But again, she's been rebooted twice. The first time around, she was rebooted by uh, Crystal Dynamics as they created Tomb Raider Legend, which, um, while in terms of years, is the timeline that has lasted the longest. Uh, not a good sign when you get rebooted a second time yeah then they decide to have what they're calling the survival or the survivor timeline and in this timeline Lara Croft is quite a bit younger than she is in the original games this time she's in her early 20s she is brand new to the game uh she has she's had knowledge in survival training uh combat she uses a bow now instead of her uh, pair of pistols that she used in the original games. and But she's doing the same thing. She's raiding tombs. She's uncovering artifacts. She's stopping evil people who want to take over the world. Indiana Jones shit. Simple enough. Yeah. So the, the, yeah. You know what the biggest difference is between uh, Lara Croft and uh, Nathan Drake? One's a girl. Other than that, they are pretty similar. And I say this as somebody who has played neither franchise. So all you haters can fuck off. Because I haven't played them anyway, so I won't understand your arguments. The haters and losers. Yeah. Well, we're the losers. Oh. Well, at least we have French fries. Do we? Oh. Yeah. Many, many French fries. Okay. Many French fries. So, um, so in the, yeah, in the both I've... of these people, they pretty much have the same basic weaponry. They have guns. They have knives. They probably have grenades and various types of different traps that they can utilize. And Even they both uncovered. Yes, they both uncovered various artifacts that they could probably use in Smash. Maybe some of them have magical properties. Maybe they don't. 
mm-hmm. in that respect, they're more or less the same character when it comes to recruiting a character for Smash. The only thing that's different is really what their signature weapons might be, and if they do have any artifacts that have unique properties to them, at least as far as I'm concerned. Other than that, they might as well just share a slot. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've played a few Tomb Raider games in my time. I've played every Uncharted except for Lost Legacy. Mm. And so, um, what I can offer is Nathan, especially in more recent iterations of Tomb Raider, is uh, more of a hands-on brawler. You mean Uncharted? Because you said Nathan is in Tomb Raider. Oh, no, 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 I didn't. Yes, you did. I, uh... <laughs> no, I meant Nathan as opposed to most recent. That was a confusing sentence. Uh-huh. Nathan as opposed to most recent iterations of the Tomb Raider franchise. So, un- okay. Easier would have been to say Uncharted compared to Tomb Raider. Uh, because I'm assuming if Tomb Raider makes it in, it's going to be survival era Laura. Um, I, I would assume that, as far as like design-wise mm-hmm. at least, maybe they'll give her an outfit that look. or, I mean, they could go with uh, splitting it, have half the alts be survival lore and half the alts be classic lore. In, uh, in the survival games, they do have uh, the classic lore alts, I mean, right well, down there you to all fucking the go. edges from PS1. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, so, I mean, that, that would work out just fine. But as far as the base moveset goes, I think it'll be based more off of the more recent games. Um, Probably, we're, I, I we're can see there's... them throwing yeah. in some tidbits to the older games, but it's really hard to say. Like, I wouldn't be surprised yeah. the if, pistols. if the pistols make an appearance. Yeah, the pistols do make an appearance in the survival games, too. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of spoiler alert, I guess, but I mean, it happens towards the end of the first one, which came in like 2012, so... I, I don't think the fact that the character uses pistols is really a spoiler. No, no. Oh, for the plot of the game but who cares um statue of limitations no. is out it's an old game exactly exactly um nathan though um he, he's more he's more of a brawly guy he's, he's you know physically apt for it he uh is i think if he made it in the the base moveset would be pretty similar to like a, a snake type character mm-hmm. because he has grenade launchers he has magnums and pistols and he can uh, he can shoot oil drums to explode. He has his uh, his ATV buggy thing. Uh, he can use a rope for grabs and tethers. Right. He has a zip line. Prevalent theme in this episode. He has a zip line. <laughs> uh, machine guns, tranquilizer darts. So he's not he's not remiss for gear to use. Um, as far as his he 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 basically specializes in CQC. You know, close quarter combat, just like Snake, like that is his fighting style, mm-hmm. and that's kind of that's kind of that. He just throws himself around a lot more because he doesn't have Snake's finesse, <laughs> so he's he's kind of kind of. He doesn't goofy. have his genetic engineering. Ex- yeah, precisely, precisely. Um, although he is still alive, I'm that guy, certain guy. Uh, ooh, for now, for uh, now. Gonna, yeah, for for now. Um, that'll be a dark day in in the world. Um, and then Laura, um, Uncharted does not really focus on crafting or, or, uh, or, or treasure hunting as much as it does action set pieces. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So I think that's where Laura can get her more unique um, traits in place. Uh, would not be surprised. I'm not sure. I can't like just uh, come up with it off the fly. Would not be surprised though if, uh, you know, an extra skill is oh, um, she sits at her bonfire and makes a uh, some sort a case for uh, different types of bow uh, arrows in her bow or her quiver or whatever. Like you know, her flame arrows or bomb arrows or smoke grenades, whatever. Um, and then yeah, the, the, so your your Nathan his primary weapon would probably be a grenade launcher or or a pistol or whatever. Um, hers would be a bow with with various arrow types um, that you could craft, and she could craft ropes and and uh, grenades and whatever the hell have you, um, and all that would be pretty simple. Um, her, I think that she in survival since her survival is kind of a base, you can have her use her primary weapon, which is which is a pickaxe that looks that's like a modern contemporary. Like uh, you go, you walk in Patagonia or REI and pick up a pryax, you know. So uh, it's kind of a kind of a fun weapon, and the way that she throws her lighter weight behind it and kind of f falls throughout the stage would be entertaining um, to see. And um, so she's 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 a scrappy fighter, kind of because she has to with her with her smaller frame than compared to Nathan. Right. Um, and focusing on that survival aspect of the character, making her a little quote unquote weaker. Um, and having her rely more on resources could be interesting. Could be interesting. Um, both would be fine, though. I mean, I, I like both characters. And they're both, in as far as the survival timeline goes, they're both orphaned, so there's that, too. Yep. <laughs> uh, I, don't, I don't know what one's uh, Nathan Drake is on, but I was also able to look up some artifacts that Lara Croft has uh, uncovered throughout some of her games, mm -hmm. and I think some of them you could actually mix into her moveset as well. Uh, two in particular that I found were the Dagger of Cheyenne, or whatever the, how the hell you fucking say that, which is in the uh, original timeline. <laughs> it's in Tomb Raider 2, actually, which um, mm -hmm. it's it's a powerful artifact that will grant tremendous... It says here that it, it grants tremendous powers to those who stab themselves in the heart with it, and then whoever does this turns into a mighty dragon. Hello, Final Smash! Laura Croft Holy takes cow. dagger, stabs herself, becomes dragon. That's that's crazy. Yeah. But it just yeah. might yeah. work. Yeah. Uh, another one that I identified, which is, you know, probably a little bit more obvious, uh, I believe this is from the uh, Legends timeline. I just gotta I had gotten off that link. Oops. Get me back to that. Ah, Thor, Thor's hammer. Simple enough. It's Thor's fucking hammer. Channels lightning for an attack. Why not? Excellent. Why Excellent. the hell not? Uh, I was trying to find one, you know, from the survival timeline as well. Just, you know, you know how we, uh, we have good representation. But the Laura Croft on the survival timeline, her wiki page does not say what artifact she's uncovered. Like the other two versions of Laura Croft does, so... I don't fucking know. Yeah, the uh, they're uh, they're a little less interesting. They're they're more akin to um, they're they're interesting in terms of what they handle in the plot. Mm -hmm. For the case of Smash, they're less interesting um, right. because they're they're less mystical. There's a there there is a supernatural reason for their occurrences, but I mean they're 
they're making people crazy in their head. They're unleashing a plague, that sort of thing, and, and not gotcha. necessarily turning her into a dragon. So, um, <laughs> like, to, what to be fair, f- she doesn't do it in the games. The the villain does. He turns himself into a dragon, and then he gets his ass handed to him because you know, of course, yeah, 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 yep. Even as a dragon, he sucks. Yes. Um, but I mean, that was just something that I yeah. thought you know you could do with her. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, of course. And, and that's more interesting than like a dual pistol shootout, which would probably otherwise be. Um, yeah. Although iconic and whatever. Which I mean, um, I don't know. I, I I could kind of see them doing the dual pistols instead of the bow for her standard special, just to mm-hmm. harken back to the classic. Because and again, every character that uses a bow, pretty much uses them the same way like they they all have like different ways about them but after a certain at a certain point what's a new way to yeah. use a bow well you kind of run a rope dart bow or i well i mean sure you could do that or Harpoon, as you mentioned yeah. um, being able to swap different arrows but mm-hmm. i don't know yeah, i, I kind of feel like our, i kind of like the idea of them harkening back to her originals with the pistol a little bit more than the bow yeah you could do either war but just you know personal mm-hmm. preference Either either which way. I mean, it, it's nice to have options that that work. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, for Nathan, um, pretty much the most prevalent artifact in his games is El Dorado, the Golden, which is, by the way, not a city in Uncharted. It is a large gold sarcophagus. Okay. There is a there is a mummified corpse in there that weighs over 500 pounds and it the weighs over 500, 500 pounds. pounds or the sarcophagus uh on wiki it says the corpse it may be wrong yeah so, that sounds like bullshit um, <laughs> nonetheless it's it's full of an infectious dust like just enlarged and uh Okay. No, it, it says, says the sarcophagus okay, weighs the sarcophagus. Pounds, dumbass. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. Um, and it it uh, it turns people's eyes black and uh, makes them go nuts and attack one another and they die. It's a plague. So it's Ghost Rider's end stare. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much, and and Drake's fortune and the thief's end both kind of harken back to the horrors of El Dorado because. It's kind of a turning point for the character to see other people killing each other that way. So, uh, in Smash, I don't know how that would work, but there you kind of go. Uh, if anything, it's a final Smash. Um, of course, yeah, yeah. It's cin- cinema- uh, both of their final Smash would be Cinemax with what we've mentioned they could possibly be. His is a little bit harder to figure out the why. But I don't know. Yeah. I do. Or I do can, think that like either them. of them should have an artifact featured some way somehow, because otherwise Agreed. you Agreed. really miss out on the Indiana Jones aspect of who and what they are. Yeah. Or um, you you focus on the action sequence for Nathan, so it pulls them into some sort of runaway scene, which are prevalent throughout Uncharted. Yeah. Um, he's literally run from boulders before. I mean, <laughs> you you have it mowing what down. What Indiana Jones type character hasn't run away from boulders before? Captain Toad has done it, I think. Probably. <laughs> the uh, 
Maybe the character from 1001 Spikes. I don't know. Or La Mulana. So, um, that's kind of that. That's kind of that. Um, so, so you have Drake, who throws himself around a little more, is more a little more action-oriented in the newer games. You have Laura, who's more of a survivalist for games. Even even the originals kind of focus more on uh, the tr- the treasure of it all, the the puzzle of it all, than be more uh, action heavy. Although they still have puzzle set pieces, Uncharted. So as you said at the start of this matchup, they are very evenly matched. They have a swath of weapons that are similar. The unique traits come in the, the builds of the character as well as, uh, I guess, just kind of the iconicity of their most used weapons and their artifacts. The general intent of the character is the same. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, to basically where if you have one in Smash, you kind of don't need the other because they, they scratch a similar itch. And, yeah, uh, if one gets end, in, I yeah. don't think the either would. Or, I mean, the other would. Yeah. Like, it's kind of a, a why. You, you don't mm-hmm. need to have both of them. Yeah, and as far as the likelihood goes, I think Laura has decent chances. It's just that she's fighting against so many other choices for Square Enix alone. Yeah. Um, she's, yeah. she's got um, stiff competition with Square. Yeah, and then Nathan. I mean, that's pretty much if Sony ever wants to play ball with anybody, which is totally up in the air and uh then he's fighting you know kratos and ellie and blah 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 blue yeah um, so there's stiff competition there aloy whatever jack and daxter uh, but... ratchet and clank mm-hmm. parappa the rapper a lot of a lot of yeah a lot of characters to choose from and and you know i'd say he has a Bass decent princess. chance you know he's yeah <laughs> he has more of a chance than parappa the rapper but i don't know about fat princess you know <laughs> The, the cats from PlayStation All-Stars. Oh, God. Sweet Tooth. So, uh, yeah, just, just a... Needles came, just a whole actually. Squad. Yeah, yeah, that, that Sweet too. Sweet Tooth is that the car. Mm-hmm. Spike from Ape Escape. Now, there's a good option. That would be good. Mm-hmm. Colonel Raddick from Sir... Kill Zone. Sir Daniel. Cat from Gravity Rush. Yeah, that too. That's who. Oh, but actually, that would be, that would be awesome. But that's never happening. But that would be awesome. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Speaking of who Moo would pick, who are we picking? Between them, since they're more or less filling the same role in Smashers, you kind of can't really take that into account because they're gonna fight. But each of them would fight how the other one fights. Mm-hmm. It's just going to be a difference of which weapons are they using and what the exact properties are. So looking at that, it's more about who the characters are and their games. Yeah. And yeah, it's it's kind of an easy decision for me. I, I there's there's really not much really involved in the thought process here as far as I'm concerned. But uh, what about you? I have, uh, you know, grown to thoroughly enjoy both series over mm-hmm. the past several years. Um, I love the characters from both. I uh, appreciate them both for, for kind of what they did to fill in that void. 
of a you know like like Nathan Drake kind of uh and Laura Croft a lot earlier brought a cinematic element to gaming without cheesing on you know the quick time events of this and that this and that right. so it's like it, un- like Uncharted is one of the first games that I ever played where it's like this feels like a A plus movie that I'm playing through myself and yeah. uh, I'm in the shoes of um, and the great thing about them as well is while Tomb Raider did start and it was huge for its time there there was a period of time where it started you know tapering off there. There either weren't games or people didn't weren't really talking about their games anymore. Yeah, and that's yeah, when Uncharted yeah. was being a big thing. And then that's when yeah. we know we stopped getting a lot from Uncharted and stopped being a big name thing. And Tomb Raider came back. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and then you, you know, so I like I like both franchises and I like both characters. And at the end, and again, uh, they they scratch a similar itch. There's elements that are different between them, but not many. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, it's just kind of which one do I personally enjoy slightly more than the other, right? And that, and that's, and that's again, it's it's like Eddie versus Sam. It's like uh, it's not that one's more interesting than the other, but uh, you know, who would who would I be more excited to personally play as um, becomes the factor when all of the other factors are so evenly matched. Right, yeah, would, and that and that's yeah. What was that for me and the the hype cycle of it? Well, I again have never played either of their franchises, uh, but when I'm looking at the characters, I think one character, if either character was announced, to be like, oh, okay, sure, sure, I'm down for this. What one of them I think it might be a little bit more, oh, interesting. Uh, whereas the other one would just be like, yeah, okay, sure. Uh, yeah. and, and that's really just more about um. But minimal, I do know about them and their franchises. There's just one I think is, for me, a little bit more, um, a little bit more investment. Not that there's really much investment, but just in knowing them. Yeah, yeah. And okay, interesting, interesting. And uh, okay, we we may hit a similar note on this one. I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea if we're going to say the same name or if we're going to be a tie. I can't tell here. Because, again, these two characters, that they could flip-flop easily. Precisely. But if you're ready to vote, we can we can kind of cheese it and go on a 3-2-1. Sure. Sure. Okay. With my lag involved, I mean, you'll probably say yours 10 seconds before me, but... Then we'll, you, uh... you do the countdown. You'll do 3-2-1, okay. and then we say them. Okay. 3 Two, one, Lara Laura Croft. There it is. There you go. There it is. Like there Nathan Drake is fine. There's nothing wrong with him. But the the defining factor for me with Lara is legacy. She's been around yeah. longer. She's she's a classic character. She she is the the uh, the beta Nathan Drake. She was yeah. her. She laid the ground for him. Indiana Jones laid the ground down first, but video game wise, it was Laura Croft. Or I guess you could say video game wise, it was Pitfall Harry. But <laughs> yeah, let's get him in on this. <laughs> I've thought about it. I've there thought about it. But uh, she, yeah. she's she's been around from the '90s, which doesn't necessarily mean much. But the but the fact that she's not only classic, but she's also still modern is huge for her in her books. Uh, yeah. She's got multiple attitudes. She's got artifacts that she can actually do something with, which 
Drake's so I was trying to find something that is like would be interesting and I was like oh, a lot of his artifacts are just are pretty base like they don't yeah. actually do anything like there's apparently there's like some resin or some shit there's you know a dagger which is, oh cool a dagger oh, it's just a regular dagger it's like oh mm-hmm, mm-hmm, okay mm-hmm. but he keeps a lot of them in his attic <laughs> they just chill up there well they belong yeah. in a museum but Laura Croft still like her she has um, more artifacts that are actually kind of interesting that can be utilized in different ways. I do still think either the bow or the, the pistols will be her primary weapon. But mm-hmm. I, I I really like the idea of them being able to use the artifacts to kind of show like, oh, you remember when I got this? Let me beat your ass with it. And I'll I'll yeah. I'll remind you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like I like that aspect a lot. Mm-hmm. Um and I and I like the character Laura, um, especially in the in the revival, the re- most recent one. Yeah, because I like Tomb Raider Legacy. The new games, yeah. I just haven't played them. They are very good for what they are. I don't know. I, I mean, it's not really your usual thing. Not. Yeah, but um, I, I some, want to at least get a feel for them at some point. Same with Last of Us. I know it's not yeah, going to be a game yeah. that I will stick with or enjoy the whole lot because gameplay is not my style. Mm-hmm. But I want to at least mm-hmm. you know get a feel for it, and understand it. Yeah, yeah. The, the the story of the Last of Us, not the Last of Us Two, really sells it, and so does the story of the most recent Tomb Raiders. Like you play those, you're on. I'm on the edge of my seat playing those games. Mm-hmm. Like it's, if you like those kind of stories, those those adventure. Um, again, we keep on going to the Indiana Jones of it all. If you like those kind of stories, you will really enjoy the mo the more recent Tomb Raider games. Right. So uh, yeah, so thinking about that, Laura running around, um, and and Smash just has. There's still respect for legacy in Smash. There's still a respect for gaming history in Smash. More some some characters now are a lot more recent than others in third parties, not, but not the not the swath of them. Right. The uh, the vast majority are still characters in twenty, thirty something years old, almost forty in Pac-Man's case. Um, so, yeah, and that's pretty much the defining factor there. Laura is just slightly more interesting actually a lot more interesting as a character <laughs> right nathan's like hey i'm uh, i'm the action guy and i'm kind of a, i have a smart sense of humor <laughs> so uh yeah so yeah i think the right decision was made all right and both well, counts there we have it moving on to what will eventually be the second tournament of champions spoilers we got lara croft we got Eddie Riggs. Don't know how that'll turn out when we get to eventually that episode. Who the hell knows what happened there? The first one was chaotic as shit. We got looking forward that. to it. I'm also not. <laughs> yeah, we do. We, th- thankfully, we got smart this time, and we have a backup plan for things. However, uh, it's not time for that episode yet. Instead, uh, next time it's going to be time for another on-topic episode, and it could be an interesting one. Uh, at the time that this episode is going up, E3 has come and gone. At the time that it's being recorded, that was pretty though, fun, huh? Well, Some great I'm, reveals. I'm getting there. At the time that we're recording this, though, we're still in anticipation. So we don't know what's coming. We assume there will be a Smash reveal, but we don't know, and we don't know what else there may be. Prime 4, maybe? We have no <laughs> idea. <laughs> But in our next on topic, we will, will be talking my about uh, <laughs> we'll be talking about E three in our next um, uh, on topic episode. 
Assuming there's a Smash reveal, we'll probably heavily focus on them. In fact, they may be so publicly focused, we don't talk about anything else because we are a Smash podcast. But uh, mm-hmm. I assume we'll at minimum be talking about the Nintendo side of things. Maybe not yeah. whatever Capcom and Ubisoft and Microsoft all decide yeah. to do. Stranding 2. Please don't. Please don't. Let it die like the Avatar sequels. Oh, boy. Oh, I, I would love a new Avatar. Like, after after Korra, if they can get it just, to, like, straight well, to yeah, Netflix. That, yes, the good Avatar, yes. Maybe give me good Avatar sequels. But not James Cameron Avatar. We don't need more. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the, the, the blue alien tail sex. Yeah, we don't need that. No, but do we want it? No. <laughs> first, of of all, first of all, the first one was just Pocahontas in space. Second of all, yeah. it wasn't really that good. People only critically acclaimed yeah. it for the visuals, which, to be fair, yeah, good visuals. But it's been too long. We don't give a fuck about your three it's, sequel plan anymore. Stop it. It's it's been such a long time that the the visuals are only as good as everything else. So it's like, eh, whatever. Back in twenty twelve, different story. Speaking Sometimes of enough is enough. You know are what we projecting that enough? on this podcast? Us. Yeah. Well, I'm still gonna go for at least another few minutes. You have two. Okay. <laughs> All right, we're done. No, no, you have two minutes. Okay. Um, I'm that was, that was quite an interesting. That was, that was that was quite an interesting podcast, wasn't it? We uh, we really got to the crux of our discussion of of. Uh, these various characters tied into movies in one way or another, um, really, really forming the the beginnings of Super Movie Brothers from from a back seat pilot episode. Um, herein, we saw the epic battle of Norman Reedus versus Jack Black, wherein Jack Black hit him over the head with a guitar, and it was the end of our ride with Norman Reedus. And then we had Laura Croft versus Nathan Drake, who was inconspicuously de-aged by 20 years and is now Tom Holland. Um, I don't know who Laura Croft is. Oh, she's... uh, There actually was a Tomb Raider movie recently. And uh, I can't remember her name. A few years ago, yeah. A few years ago. Angelina Jolie. Nope. There's another... With her name starts with an A, Tomb Raider actress, Alicia Vikander. So Alicia versus Tom, and uh, yeah, in that case, I would I would have chosen. Oh Alicia. shit! What? It was a decent movie. It was a decent movie. It wasn't oh. amazing. Um, the game told a bit of a more concise story, but. Is it based it was off good. of the new games? Like, it wasn't bad. Oh, it is. It's based it's off, based of, the, off the of the reboot. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. And there will be more, apparently, down the road at some point. Well, all right. Yeah. I'm going to have to look into there that. There you now. go. 
We're glad we gave you two minutes. Your two minutes I are over find now. That out. So it's time really? to say goodbye. See you goodbye all after E3 is over for now. us. It's already over for you. Done. We'll see you in two Saturdays.